at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And let's welcome the outgoing COO and acting CEO of Boxing South Africa, Ms. Cindy Nkomo. Good evening, COO. Thanks for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, COO. Well, your resignation came as a surprise to many people. Um, was it coming or did you have to make a sudden decision? Um, yes, it is sudden in terms of uh, the the announcement. Uh, however, um, as the chairperson had indicated last week, I had actually uh, indicated my desire to uh, step down. Um, unfortunately, uh, yes, uh, the timing uh, may not be what we had agreed uh, to. Um, yeah, however, um, it, it was not. Um, a new discussion, um, so it, it had been in the in the pipeline, if I may use that word. Yes. So, what speeded up your resignation then? I, I think I had to balance uh, one what I've done uh, in the organisation, uh, my own, um, you know, ambitions, um, and I definitely think, um, just uh, on a personal level, I felt that uh, it is the time for me to move on. I don't think even if I had, uh, you know, given five months or any other time um, where the organization is, uh, would have been a good enough time. As you know, we still don't have um, a CEO, um, and and therefore that also just creates its own, uh, you know, dynamics. Uh, So the the sudden or the timing of it really uh, had to do with my own personal uh, ambitions and where i want to see myself uh, you know uh, uh, in future but also balancing the work that i've done uh, at boxing south africa and uh, tabi so we are not here to occupy positions uh, forever um, and therefore at, at a certain point in time uh, you know we have to move on and uh, sometimes it's not in line with probably the plans of the organization and you know, as journalists, we try and put the try and piece the pieces of the puzzle together. Go back to previous interviews, try and, and find clues. Yes, see, or, or how much of your decision had to do with the tournament that went ahead a few weeks ago? Because you had told us a week before that proper processes had not been followed, but it still went ahead, and and that's what a lot of people believe has happened here. Yeah, unfortunately, that is not my, uh, you know, position. I've seen speculations, uh, but I, I must say that it also just places me as a very shallow um, uh, leader, uh, which I don't believe I am. Um, for me to resign over a particular tournament uh, would really uh, be saying that I have not considered any other, uh, you know, uh, licensee, or have even considered, uh, you know, where the organization is. We have a new board, um, you know, that is still uh, yet to finish uh, a, a year. So uh, the, the, the resignation and the, you know, alignment with, uh, with the tournament really have nothing to do with uh, any of my uh, desires. In fact, the chairperson terrified uh, at this in, in, the, in, the, in the interview last week. And uh, and I would like to confirm that uh, my resignation really has nothing to do with any particular um, a tournament. There have been tournaments before that we have been in disagreement uh, on, uh, and I certainly did not resign. Uh, just uh, not so long ago, we had the tournament in Kadeja, uh, which uh, had its own, uh, you know, complications. Um, and, and therefore, why would I then decide that I'm going to leave because of, of this tournament? If anything, 
I think for me, it, it uh, the, the the you know the ongoings of uh, the last uh, uh, tournament and anything else surrounding that tournament just confirmed to me that I think um, the fact that we have rules um, and compliances to refer to when we're talking about a tournament uh, confirms the work that I've done um, in the organisation, and therefore I'm very very comfortable to step down knowing that all those are in place and uh, my successor will then take uh, from there and, and, and continue. And, and, and when we spoke to the chairperson last week, he did mention that they're going to ask for a report to find out how the tournament went ahead. Because you're still in office now, have you been able to find out why and how it eventually, it eventually went, went ahead? Is it a matter that you're still following up or do you leave it now uh, to the board? Yes, uh, that will be uh, uh, the board. Remember that the sanctioning committee is the subcommittee, is an extension of, of the board. And therefore, uh, you know, the, the, the sentiment committee will have uh, that uh, report uh, given to the board. But I must say that we've already had uh, engagements. Uh, uh, there has been uh, a meeting internally just to outline this. But the details of, of that and any other, um, you know, report will then come as, as a requirement from the board. And certainly uh, I, I have given uh, my, uh, uh, you know, report uh, verbally at this point in time to the chairperson, and then I think uh, at the time that I'm required to then give uh, a full a report, uh, we'll certainly cooperate and, and, and do so. But I, I can confirm that that has been attended to, and uh, yeah, the outcome of, of that will then be decided uh, by the board in terms of discussing that or uh, even how to process it. You mentioned, CEO, uh, that uh, it's not the first time that something has happened with a tournament. And without focusing on specific tournaments, there is widespread belief that sometimes you've been undermined in the role that you are in and some things have been done without your your approval. Um, do, you, do you understand where this is coming from and how do you respond to people who feel that uh, you are undermined in your position? I certainly do uh, understand where they're coming from and, and also just the frustrations because there has been... Um, uh, in previous uh, uh, instances where we've cancelled tournaments uh, because of, uh, you know, uh, non-compliance, etc. And therefore, if there's an impression that uh, one licensee is, is, you know, favoured um, over another, it's understandable why, uh, you know, licensees would um, be frustrated. But I want to correct something which is very, very um, very loud in, in the boxing uh, community. Mm. You know, we must uh, uh, stay away from making, um, you know, issues of compliance uh, and putting a face on, on, on them. When, when anything is undermined in the administration of boxing, uh, they're not undermining or overruling um, a person. And in this case, they're not overruling singing um, gom. What, what would be happening is uh, undermining the integrity um, of, of, of the organization its entirety because there are processes in place, there are policies developed, there are rules in place. And therefore, I think this is where we need to really, really focus because long after I've gone, um, you know, I don't live with those rules. Um, and certainly these are rules that are adopted um, uh, 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 by the board. And therefore, any undermining uh, or perceived as such would then be undermining of those uh, uh, rules and, and, and processes that are uh, in place. But it's understandable because as a face uh, of the organization in terms of administration at the national office, 
um, you know, I, I, I tend to be at the forefront of, of these processes. However, we must understand that uh, any individual that uh, occupies the space of acting CEO or CEO or director of operation, that person is not acting in his or her own capacity, but is implementing, uh, you know, processes, rules, uh, the act, the regulation, and that uh, for therefore by by the board. So any undermining in that will then mean that uh, you know those individuals um, are then uh, not undermining the person, but it has to do with what the organisation stands for, and that's very important to remember in future. For those just joining us, we are in conversation with the outgoing Director of Operations and Acting CEO at Boxing South Africa, Ms. Sindingomo, just to find out more about why she is leaving office. She will be leaving in January and next year, so she's still around for a transition period. You are welcome to weigh in on 061-4104-107. That's the number for voice notes, and we can take your calls also on 011-714-2006. The other argument, um, COO, is that you are undermined because of your gender. Would that be a fair assumption? Uh, well, I don't. I can't. I can't respond uh, for for that. Um, but what I would like to uh, talk to when it comes to gender, that unfortunately these are the things that uh, we as women uh, tend to experience generally um, in in our workplace. It is even more difficult when you are in a male-dominated industry. But for me, I've never looked at uh, administration of boxing uh, as a woman uh, because, secondly, I mean, I, I did not apply for a director of operation, uh, in, 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 and it was not advertised in a specific gender. So I've always conducted myself first as an administrator. Yes, I am female, and that is not going to change. But my own stance has always been that. I'm a professional administrator, and therefore I'll conduct myself in that manner. Has there been, um, you know, undermining because, um, you know, there is doubt? Certainly, and this happens not only with, with boxing. Uh, you know, Tabiso, as a, as, a, as a male yourself being in, in sports, you would have experienced and also seen how difficult it is for women to mm. enter the space of sports, especially where... It's not your banyana banyana or female cricket, um, mm. and 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 it's no, it's no different from 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 me. Uh, but I think over time, um, I've I've managed to stand my own ground, um, and once again, not fighting, uh, you know, a, a space of being a female, but fighting a space that, regardless of uh, of the gender, uh, what we should be. Um, you know, adjust as, as as administrators is our competency. Um, I will leave the you know the judgment and the undermining of whether I'm female or not. Uh, you know, to those that have uh, charged um, you know uh, their decision uh, based on 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 that. Um, and 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 I mean it's it's nothing new, but it is said that in this day and time in 2021 in an organization that has, you know, uh, that promotes women through the Women in Boxing program, mm. that has females uh, in the board, that we are still talking about, you know, whether you are female or not. Uh, certainly, I didn't come into this organization uh, when all was honkadoras. Um, in fact, we were hired for specific reasons. Uh, and when I came in, there were many gaps that were there. And it would be very, very uh, mischievous and, and narrow-minded for anybody to start treating me as a female because um, my predecessors were males. And therefore, maybe the question should be then, why are we still applying 
the issues of male and female and looking and not looking at competencies and what have they done for this organization and maybe the question is shouldn't we really be giving women an opportunity and letting them run the office um, and judge them once again on their competencies and uh, you know set aside all the other things because they are not progressing the sport um, and, and they really have not done anything but when you look at the track record of women in other fields, not just in sport only, mm. you will see that uh, the issue of gender is actually taking us as a country back, and especially when we deny capable women like myself to do the job that needs to be done. And I was about to ask, my next question would have been, do you, do you think we have enough female representation in the, in, the, in the industry as a whole? The fact that we're still asking that, it simply means that we, don't, we do not have. Mm. Um, the fact that there is a female um, such as myself, uh, you know, in, in, in a male-dominated industry, four years. I mean, in, in, in correction, just uh, Tadifa, I'm leaving at the end of uh, December, not uh, January. Okay. Having stayed um, in the organization for, for five years um, and having done quite a lot, uh, I mean, if we are still asking those questions, maybe uh, the answer is right there, that uh, maybe really we, we do not have. And... Um, the, the topic of, you know, allowing women, just even that word, uh, getting women into, we do not need to, to, to be invited anywhere. Mm. You know, uh, we are capable. Uh, we, we, we really have passion. I mean, I love boxing. I, I, I wake up and sleep boxing. And that should talk to, uh, you know, uh, whether uh, we should be in those positions or not. The work that I've done in the, in the past four years, must speak for me more than whether I'm a woman or not. Um, and, and certainly, you know, uh, it, it is a tired, honestly, um, um, it is a tired conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's why even in boxing, the issues of women are still not progressing because we are still looking at gender uh, as, as a barrier, as, as a discussion. It should not be a discussion. No man, um, you know, has a discussion on whether they can fill the position of an acting CEO of a CEO or a director or even a board member. What is asked is their competency. And I don't know why we should be having those conversations whenever we want to appoint a female in a position. Okay, let me just read some of the comments on social media. Wande Lemtana saying the instability and differences within Boxing South Africa make makes Ms. Sindingomo's job untenable to explore her ambitions that could help the federation. Her presence in the board had brought new dimension in boxing, but all that effort was sabotaged, though she seems to be fine uh, with everything. Bruce says, I appreciate the maturity that Ms. Ngomo is handling this interview with some of us who've been in boxing. We know the challenges uh, that uh, she has been through, but she is living with her head held up high and it will be a big loss for boxing. As, as I mentioned then, CEO, in the wake of your resignation, um, so many people are not happy with it, uh, but there are some that have welcomed it, saying good riddance. Um, I don't know how much you've seen of the reaction, but there was a statement that was released by certain promoters saying that you were running your own show with BSA and you were confrontational. Um, are you surprised by some of these accusations? What do you make of it? Do you take them personally? No, not at all. In fact, I just sometimes question the timing of it. Um, so if I am going to uh, expect to be liked uh, by everybody, it would simply mean that, uh, first of all, I'm not thinking thoroughly. But if I'm liked by every, everyone, it simply means that there is something that I'm not doing right and I'm actually not growing and advancing the, con- uh, the, 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 
the, the spot forward. Tabiso, when we came in in 2017, um, you know, uh, boxing was probably, in terms of administration, at, at its lowest. Mm. Um, and therefore, we needed to, uh, you know, take serious, make serious uh, uh, changes. But I must say that I also just uh, find this issue of, um, uh, or the idea that, you know, I implement my own uh, decision very, very interesting. Um, without really going into details, I'll tell you that each and every decision that has been implemented at Boxing South Africa has gone through the board. Uh, and the reason why we did that is because we identified, you know, gaps that had been uh, existing in the organization, but we wanted to make sure that there is a buy-in by the board. So each and every uh, decision from how we, we collect test money, the 10%, the minimum payment of, of, of boxers have been uh, passed through the board because we wanted to make sure that we are all in alignment. I am the core face of the organization and therefore the implementer. And I do expect that, you know, there will be resistance. In fact, I always make this joke when people say that I implement my own and, and power tripping. This is the same discussion that we had about Umam Gosazamazuma during level lo- uh, uh, lockdown uh, level five and the issue of, of smoking. And everybody was going for this one person who is obviously the communicator of these laws. And my question was, do we really think that one person is going to override the NECs, all the structures are there, and override and overrule the president and make this uh, decision? And that thinking really, for me, has been very, very pro- problematic in that um, uh, as a director of operation, I'm going to override these and C- CEO. Uh, and override whatever the board, uh, you know, decides on and implement, and there will be no consequence uh, in management. And that in itself should just tell you that there is no owner of a, a, a rule or a process. It is, it is a, these are processes that have been, um, you know, uh, uh, workshopped, uh, agreed to by the board. I just happen to be the person that implemented. And Tadifa, uh, I have no regrets whatsoever in my four years. In fact, I'm very, very grateful to have the balance of opinions uh, because those can only make me um, a better person. In fact, one of the toughest uh, conversations that I've heard is uh, with uh, uh, licenses, with promoters, because yes, understandably, you know, they would not be happy, but those that I appreciate are those that saw the objectiveness in what we are trying to do, that it is not personal. But if we are to have serious conversation about changing boxing and positioning boxing as an attractive brand to sponsors, to broadcasters, we can't operate the same way that we operated when boxing was almost down in, in, the, in the gutters. There was a point in time in this organization that there were no senior managers. We were never brought in uh, in a clean environment. And therefore, for us to get where we are right now, where three consecutive years we've received uh, unqualified orders, our books are in place, our policies are in place, our processes are in place, everything is above board. We needed to make that, uh, uh, those changes. And somebody had to stand in the forefront of those decisions and make. And if I'm that person, I'm very, very proud to be that person because I do not get paid, Tadiso, to, um, to be soft. I do not get paid not to understand uh, challenges and, and be flexible. I do get paid to ensure that boxing moves forward. And if I had to be measured today 
definitely boxing is not where we need to be. And all we need right now in boxing is that our licenses should partner with Boxing South Africa to take uh, uh, the organization and the sport for uh, and the sport forward. And I have no doubt whatsoever if our mindset changed to what we need to do. Definitely the history of boxing, as it were in the times of Emirates and King Kong, we will have other sponsors, we will have broadcasters coming to us. But it needs everybody to stop thinking that we will operate the same way and still get different results. Okay, on uh, another message here coming through from Alistair who says that male-dominated sport should make the environment conducive uh, for women to lead. It's been proven that if you let women lead, success will follow here. And um, CEO, just from what you're saying, is, is there a lack of willingness maybe to, to bring new ideas and fresh ideas or fresh direction uh, to the organization? Uh, in my personal opinion, I think so. Um, and and uh, but I want to understand why. Um, you know, boxing has is, is has been largely a black-dominated uh, uh, sport. Um, it has been a sport that uh, you know brings uh, uh, you know social cohesion uh, and, and uh, to a greater extent addresses some of our community um, you know challenges. That probably, and without really getting to race issues, that probably, uh, you know, uh, our black communities, uh, uh, those challenges would be unique too. So when you start, um, you know, uh, uh, changing the status quo and what has been comfortable, uh, it does become a bit of, of a challenge. So I have been tolerant and understanding in that. However, I think uh, the time for having a new conversation is needed, and if we we do not get into those discussions, unfortunately, we are going to wake up two years later, and we are going to have white collar boxing dominating. Uh, not so long ago, EFC was a far first discussion, but look at where EFC is. There are conversations that we need to have. The world is moving into a different uh, 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 um, uh, format of boxing altogether, and. And I, I know that boxing people are very, very passionate about their sport in the traditional form. But the reality of it is that you are not currently now talking to your, uh, you know, um, 40 year olds uh, that are, are consuming boxing. Our champions are trendy. I mean, if you look at Lutumo Lamadi, Sivenati Nonjinga, Tulani Mbenge, Yosabe Longeliane, these are guys that are in the social media, they attract their own crowd. And therefore, the question is, what are we doing to attract that? Because definitely, we cannot be having, still having a situation where the reference of, of boxing champions is still talking to the uh, respected, uh, you know, Tingal uh, Tolela, your baby date, Amatala. Uh, mm. We need to be making sure that our current champions are at the slip of, uh, of our tongues. That's what we talk about. But that is going to require that we start targeting a new face and a new fan base of, uh, of boxing. I always make this example. I said, with our promoters, for, for example, we should not be preaching to the converted. There is no point, in my opinion, in advertising um, a boxing in Umdanzani. Those people are going to come to Orient Theater, whether you like it or not. There is no point, really, in, in, in discussing, uh, you know, uh, a boxing in Soweto. Those people, when they know that there is a tournament, they're going to come. But what are we saying about all the other crowds that are going to the fashionable gyms 
that say we like boxing, but maybe we are not in front of, of, of boxing. So those are the kind of uh, 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 topics that we should be having. To just give you an example, uh, females right now go to stadiums. Okay, this is now uh, before, before COVID. Mm. They go to, to, to stadiums, not necessarily because all of them know who plays for a certain um, you know, soccer uh, team, but because football has positioned women as an attractive um, you know, fan to have. And that mm. is why you will see in the stands uh, the cameraman going into the stands and looking at those females with long weaves, with uh, a, a sunglass. But another thing that football has done at club level is to create T-shirts for women. Now, I may not really like soccer, but the fact that my partner is going to the stadium and I have a T-shirt that I can wear makes me want to go to the stadium. And that's the type of, of, of boxing we need to create uh, for, for tomorrow. We currently um, celebrate soccer, soccer Fridays, uh, Cricket Jersey Fridays, Rugby, uh, uh, rugby mm. Jersey Fridays. Where is the boxing um, uh, uh, jersey on, on a Friday? You find boxing um, fans at, 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 at venues wearing all other, uh, all other sporting codes uh, shirts, but there is nothing in boxing. So I'm saying the, the, the model that made boxing work in the 70s, in the 80s, is not going to work right now because right now you are talking to a totally new person. Currently, we have celebrities that are on the uptake of boxing. And the question is, where should that go to? Are we going to be surprised tomorrow when those people then start placing those exhibition fights at EFC, when they start placing those exhibition fights in a white corner boxing? Is it that the time that we are going to wake up? Mm. So for me, it is to say, I wish as boxing people we can move from discussing the resignation of the CEO for two weeks and move into when she leaves, what happens to boxing? In fact, when she leaves, what has she left for us for continuity? Mm. And, and, and I think if we channel our minds to the development of boxing and not individuals, boxing in two to five years' time will definitely become a better place than what it is uh, 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 right now. And once again, uh, Tabiso, that takes a serious conversation and an understanding that the methods of yesterday are not going to work today. The world is moving. The world is moving to PPV. Um, are, are we moving in, in that direction? There's so many things that have moved from the traditional uh, boxing pace. And, and we need to get onto that wagon, uh, Tabiso. Sport is not about an individual. The boxing, even the administration of boxing, is not about the individual. Uh, it will be about the ideas that we develop when certain individuals are there and then when a, a new individual comes in and drives the sport forward. But at this rate, Tadiso, unfortunately, I think our, our, our efforts, uh, whether it be it in writing, whether it be it in talking, are located in the wrong place. I am going to move. The question is, what is going to happen to boxing when I've moved? Is it going to be in a better place? And maybe when we have a question uh, for that and we're true to ourselves, maybe boxing will definitely be in a, 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 a different discussion than what we're having tonight. Okay, let's take some of the voice notes here, COO. Uh, but I'm unable to make head or tail 
over what the CEO is saying or telling us. <coughs> can, can, can she help us to understand whether he resigned under pressure or she resigned because she was supposed to resign for another post? What, what, what exactly is happening? Thank you. Boating Kong in the industry cave. Hey, so You know, you men, you are the dogs of this country. You don't like a woman to come up in life. That's your problem in this country. Black men don't like black women to come up in life. Wake up, man. Wake up, black men. It's anonymous, Devon. Okay, thanks for that, Anonymous. And there is another message that says the problem with boxing is that promoters don't want to comply with the regulations. This is the biggest problem in in boxing. COO, there was one question that asked if you were forced to resign. Did you resign under pressure? Uh, Tell me, so uh, my, my, I think I've answered this and, and I'm so grateful that the chairperson was uh, was here before. Mm. I, th- I think, Tabiso, the issue of resignation, uh, uh, whether I resigned uh, uh, willing, uh, willingly or not, is really, uh, uh, has been actually uh, responded to by the chairperson. One, that uh, my resignation is a matter of uh, myself uh, and the board uh, is, is obviously my, my, my principles. But I want to once again, uh, you know, mention mention this. Uh, I think we are focusing really, really on the on the on the wrong reasons. Let's say that I I say I I, I was uh, forced to resign. How does that help the sport? Uh, you know, uh, going forward. I think uh, what we should be asking is that now that you are leaving. Um, are you making sure that there is continuity? And, and to that, I can, uh, I can definitely uh, affirm and say that, uh, uh, you know, leaving the organization will definitely make sure that there is continuity and that my successor takes on from where I've, I've left off. The board, if they're willing to then discuss the details of my resignation at a later stage, they, they will do that. I will leave that up mm. to them. No, I hear you, but it would also help give us clarity on why the CEOs or people in this position always seem to live under a cloud. I mean, we still don't know why Mr. Tsulu Lejaka left, and there were so many before you that just left under a cloud. But overall, um, CEO, as we look back at your tenure at BSA, uh, the chairperson had some kind of words to say about your co- your contribution. How do you look at your time overall? Um, without a doubt, Tabi, uh, so uh, I, I am very, very proud. I came in at uh, boxing as a really, really, um, yeah, a, 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 a real four-rounder. If I graduated from a four-rounder, I'm now a six-rounder <laughs> at least. Um, uh, over the, the four years, there's been many, many um, things that we've implemented. Um, one that I'm, I'm, I'm very, very proud of is the management of, of pet money. When I had made a commitment that no tournament under you know uh, our administration will be staged without paying uh, of uh, of uh, passes, and we've kept true to that. Uh, uh, we've implemented the payment of 10%. Uh, I think that was in, in 2018. Um, we've built processes. Uh, we've uh, made our website a source of information. Um, we've uh, uh, made sure that uh, you know criteria in terms of how ratings are, um, are developed, uh, those are on the, on the system are very uh, clear and transparent. 
and we've, we've built uh, rules and criteria uh, in many of our operational areas, especially in issues of uh, sanctioning. But one of the things that uh, we've also done is that we've taken the industry norms and rules and discussions and we've formalized them. Just to give you one example, there was a time that it was unclear how do you challenge for a national title. And uh, we consulted even with uh, previous administrators uh, just to get a sense of um, how they dealt with it. And we've implemented that. Um, so during my tenure, 90% of the boxing in Daba resolutions of 2013 have been implemented. Uh, we are finalizing uh, the memorandum of understanding with Sanabo, uh, which should be uh, signed uh, um, hopefully before uh, uh, November. Um, we are going to be handing uh, belts uh, to former champions who have uh, um, defended uh, five uh, and, uh, and, 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 and three times uh, for, for men and uh, females, uh, respectively. Um, since 2017, there has been a changing uptake of the national type. At one point, there had been champions who had not defended for more than two years, and, and it was just business as, as usual. Uh, that confirmation that there is an uptake on the national and, and, and national title uh, was confirmed just on the weekend of Heritage, where we had five uh, national titles being contested and three champions were crowned. Uh, is there still work that needs to be done there? Definitely, especially when it comes to the presentation of bells. We are in the finalization of the amendment of boxing regulations, and those are sitting with uh, with uh, 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 a minister. We have as as great two uh, associations that are doing quite well and through our intervention, which is the Gauteng Boxing Promoters Association and the Eastern Cape uh, Promoters Association, and we're assisting with many others. So, Tabiso, um, when I look just at the operational areas, I must say that uh, I, I, I buy bow out with uh, a sense of pride. Um, yes, I wish I could have done more. Um, I, I wish I could have really done more, especially when it comes to the development of, uh, you know, uh, um, boxing at, at grass level, uh, especially when, with the boxes that are coming in. But I'm sure, Tadiso, with the footprints that I've left, with uh, all the, 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 the documentation, uh, the processes that we've left, uh, the organization is well-placed uh, to ensure that, uh, you know, they continue uh, with the work. And uh, in terms of administration, um, as, as mentioned, uh, we have been clean on the books. And now with uh, even a board that has members that are really, really zooming in into uh, a government and finances, I'm sure, uh, within the next uh, two years, uh, even a, a clean audit, if not sooner, is definitely uh, possible. And Tadiso, um, those would not have come had I had a smooth, uh, you know, time at Boxing South Africa. So I do sincerely uh, say this from the bottom of my heart. The harsh criticism and the good, uh, uh, you know, conversations that I've heard uh, certainly contributed to, to the work that uh, has been done over the four, four years. Okay, as we wrap up our conversation, there are more voice notes coming in. Let's just hear those. I remember, I think the CEO is being cagey, very cagey. You see, if um, highly paid, highly positioned people like CEOs, they run around and not go exactly for why all of a sudden they will resign. Problems in these uh, organizations will never be solved. 
just like as you are saying that the previous CEO just he resigned unexpectedly. She's also resigning unexpectedly. And then nobody says anything so that these things can be sorted out. The next CEO is going to be the same situation again. I don't know why these professionals are so scared. Good evening. Just a simple question. There's a complaint that Cindy treats licensees unequally. She charges others, whereas others she doesn't charge. The promoters who had fans attending tournaments, whom she charged, but their promoters who also did the same and were not charged. The promoters who marched for boxing to be brought back on TV, something we didn't see BSA doing anything about. People who had good intentions for boxing, they were charged. Why? This is anonymous. Hi, Tabiso. It's Joseph here from Runback. Look, the whole thing of what is happening in sports fraternity and other uh, government entities is that these people are deployed there. And if you don't tow the line, they will get rid of you or you'll be forced to, to resign. So I don't feel sorry for these people. It's a deployment in motion. Okay, thanks for those. So, oh, as we wrap up now, how do you look back at your relationship with the promoters or with the licensees of Boxing South Africa? Um, tell me if I've got a professional uh, relationship with all licensees. Um, uh, this is not my father's business, so I can't be uh, personal about it. Um, the decisions that I've made uh, were thoroughly uh, thought through. And that's why I'm saying that I do not regret any any uh, any of the decisions that I've made. Have I learned um, and, and grown from, from certain ones? Yes, most definitely. But uh, I've always been very, very open in my administration uh, of, of criticism. In fact, um, at, at the time when I stepped in as uh, HMC, oh, there had been many, many uh, you know, allegations against made against me, and I've opened myself for 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 you know um, for formal uh, complaint, not to even my office, but uh, to 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 the board, and I've addressed uh, those those matters. I would not like really Tadiso to deal with um, with hearsay mm. um, this and that because I think it it would be fair enough when people say. Uh, for instance, uh, the issue of charging of licenses. I've heard this so, ma- so many times. And the reality of it is that we are not police uh, men. At Boxing South Africa, we allow an anonymous, uh, you know, uh, a tipping of any, any misconduct. Um, and we, if we do get complaints, we then act on it. And, uh, and, and, and I'm, I don't want to get into the particular uh, uh, matters. But I would want, also want to say that, you know, the... the, the, the the challenge within boxing is the expectation that somebody else must do the job and that uh, uh, responsibility lies mm. with the office. I am always surprised when people see wrongdoing at tournaments and we are not even there and they don't bring it uh, to the office and they say, uh, you know, we have not acted. Of course, we are not going to act on anything that we are not aware of. But ask us about the things that have been brought to our attention, we have definitely um, acted, acted upon. 
And and Tabiso, I don't I, without I, and I'm not trying to be arrogant on on this. I do not have any regrets. Um, if I did have any regrets, it would mean that I had acted uh, in malice and I, I wanted to be vindictive. Not at all. I think mm. even before we even charge any of our licensees, we have actually had engagements uh, with them uh, to try and even avoid uh, that uh, that process. And just quickly, Tadiso, with the, with this opportunity that I have. Um, you know, you know, this, these are some of the discussions that uh, are unfortunate in, in our in our circle, and it's even disappointing sometimes when it is made by our own black people that we are deployed. And sometimes we have been disrespected at BSA office by being called political uh, uh, appointments. The reality of it is that we cannot be uh, uh, having uh, those discussions because these are. Uh, uh, some of the insinuation of, of really undermining the competency um, of the people that are holding office. I'm not a deployee. I'm not a political appointment. I, I, I am a person that applied for a job. I got uh, employed by Boxing South Africa. And mm. if really I was incompetent, it's been four years sitting in this uh, position, I have made myself available uh, for any scrutiny. And uh, I leave, and I want to uh, uh, say this, I live with a clean sheet, and I'm available as a public servant, but as a citizen of this country who needs to rise above any corrupt conduct or any, um, you know, uh, misuse of office to still respond post being at office. Okay. And we're just going to have to leave it there because of time. See you all. Um, we just want to wrap up Wilder and Fury. But thank you for the time you've given us tonight. We really appreciate it. I think this was like an exit interview, but I think we got a lot of things out there. Um, thank you, and I'm sure this is not the end. We will speak to you again soon, and a lot of people are hoping that you are not lost, especially to the sporting fraternity. Is she gone? Oh, she's gone. Okay, let's... Oh. Sport on on SAFM. Let's wrap up the show by looking back at Wilder Fury 3. And Jan Bechman, the former champ, joins us on the line. Jan, good evening. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM tonight. Thank you very much and welcome. Thanks, Jan. Before we get into the fight, what were your thoughts before the fight? Who did you think was going to win? Well, um, Fury shocked me in the last fight. Um, I knew he was going to beat um, uh, Wilder because I Wilder does not seem to have a boxing plan. He just relies on his strength. Hmm. And looking at this fight this past weekend, uh, where does this fight rank when we talk about the best fights in the heavyweight division? Was it good for you? Oh, it was the best. Hmm. It was really who wants to win. There was good competition in there. But um, when Wilder caught um, uh, Fury and he went down, mm. you could see he's shaking his head says maybe this is just a mistake. And he'll stand up and he'll do what he must do. What did you make of Wilder's strategy? He made a fast a fast start to the fight. He seemed to be going for it and then he just he just got tired. Well Wilder is too much thinking about his his, his power and forgetting power is not everything in a in a in a ring. It's about your movement and how can you get, get, get survive in the ring? Because uh, you need to move and 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 take some punches, but be be on your on 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 the move all the time. And 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 just tell you, hey. 
And and I mentioned that Wilder's legs were gone later on in the fight, but he was put down in, I think it was round four there. Do you think that had something to do with it, or do you think it had something to, to do with conditioning? Conditioning was not in good shape. Uh, he wasn't well uh, in good shape for, for that to happen because I you could see his legs was giving in. And after his legs giving in, for him to come back and then get back into the fight, it was tough. So which part of the training is that then when his legs are gone, Jan Pechman? Does it have to do with running? Is he not running enough? Is there no mileage in the legs? There's no mileage in the legs. Okay. That's, that's exactly what has happened. There's no mileage in the legs. You need to run. Uh, and once you've been running, you... I mean, all heavyweights. I, I've been in, in America. Mm. I was running with Evander um, Holyfield. He's been running. Mike Tyson's been running. All those guys are running. They're mm. not just um, they're, they're relying on the powers. They know what they're doing. And you say Fury impressed you in the second fight. He impressed a lot of people there. What did you make of his strategy in this fight? He also seemed to put his body on Wilder whenever he could. He was leaning on him. What did you make of that? Well, he was leaning on him because I knew he, he's heavier than him. Uh-huh. He, he was leaning on him, knowing he's heavier than him. And that was tiring Wilder out. And and he knew that Wilder has not been training as he's supposed to. That's why every time he was just tiring him out. Oh, so, so the leaning is just to tire, tie him out, make him feel your weight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the issue. You need you you need to you need to clinch and and hold on and 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 and, and make him to feel your weight and in that way also he's, he's, he's training him. And he might not look like it, but 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 uh, Fury seemed to get stronger and better as the fight went on. Does it talk to better conditioning then from his side? Definitely, Fury's been in, in very good conditioning. His, his conditioning was perfect. He could he could he could he could, he could run. He could move. He was he was on top of his game. Okay, let's just play a voice note on Fury Wilder three. Eh, Tabi Subendichilo, that's a nogum chafela. Tyson Fury. He is the best heavyweight of this generation. He's got more ability than these guys combined. Niam chafelo Tyson Fury, and this will rule again after Tabi so for certain reasons. Tano peraglonda wengos. Fury, And, yeah, he's mentioning Jan that he's the best heavyweight at the moment. Do you agree? Well, I can say yes, because uh, he can box and he can fight. Hmm. Let's play another voice note. I'm disappointed when it comes to my heavyweight box. Beyond. Three matches, no win. <laughs> I need to make a plan when it comes to his stamina and the strategy of boxing. Because on the seventh round, he was out. And he needs to last 36 minutes. Just 36. He can consult maybe Mayweather for stamina and, or the trainers of Mayweather just for stamina. Then go for, to someone for boxing skills. Because his skills for Fury are not that good. But we 
keep on going. I hope he's good because last time I heard he was in the hospital. Yes, he's been discharged, but he's been suspended. Medical suspension for six months. He can't fight because he broke his finger. And and it, it also seemed like uh, Jan Fury was targeting the eardrum of Deontay Wilder. We saw those overhead rights there, top part of the ear. Is there any reason for that? Could that be a sweet spot maybe in boxing? Uh, I think uh, uh, Fury knew about his eardrums problems, and he just calculated on that. And 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 I and and, and I, you you can take it away because I, he knows the guy. He knows he knows the guy uh, from previous fights. Mm. It was the same problem or similar to that. And then he just went and calculated and and do the damage. So where does this defeat leave Wilder in the heavyweight ranks? Now, would you like to see him fight Joshua, like some people are suggesting? Well, if, he, if, if he's going to fight Joshua, he, he, he's fighting another boxer. Mm-hmm. And he's not a boxer, with he relies strength, on one punch. strength and, and movement. So uh, Joshua will, will definitely not go and exchange blows with him. He knows how to move. Mm-hmm. And, and you could see Joshua fighting um, the, the, the ch- champion from, from, um, from, from, from Ukraine. Mexico. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He went Sorry. back and, and, and boxed him. Yeah. And then after uh, uh, boxing him, and, and that's where he, he gained his advantage. And for Fury, who should be next? Does it take Usyk? Does he retire now? For Fury? Mm. Well, they, they, I, I, I think he, uh, the guy who beat Joshua must go and fight Fury. Okay, Alexander Usyk. Okay, Jan, let's leave it there. Great analysis. Good to hear from you. Thanks for taking our call here on SAFM. You've made it make, make sense. Thanks, Jan, Jan Pechmix. Thank you, sir. Explain to us the leaning and the conditioning and the legs and all of that. Tulani, you're saying he's, he only had 36 rounds. Do you know how tiring boxing is? Have you tried three rounds? Just three, three rounds. Try three rounds. Those three minutes, they will feel like an hour. They'll feel like a 90-minute match. Anyway, we're going to have to leave it there because we need to go to the news. I was trying to check the cricket score here. That IPL eliminator for Chapter 2 was interested in the cricket. And KKR have won by three wickets against Delhi. So they play Chennai then in the final on Friday. We'll leave it there for now. Uh, we hand over now to Kimu Dupi.